Hey, Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Um, we have just traveled to Cerulea. Um, A female dwarf with a shaggy mane of unkept hair before you. Morgo Delmore at your service. Welcome to Isilcross. Thank you. Uh, I apologize. Can I have your name again? Morgo, M-O-R-G-O, Delwer, D-E-L-W-U-R. At your service. Morgan LaFette. My name is Barnaby, and uh, these are my companions. Uh, uh, I apologize. So what was the gent that we were looking for again? The buyer? No. 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 We're looking you... for Orvo Mustave. Orvo Rundbacher. This is the one D&D game where I'm not like taking notes just because I don't want to, so this is how I'm remembering shit, which is not working. It's great. Um, yeah, and as you guys are kind of walking off the dock, uh, uh, this is not a big place at all. Um, and she, uh, Morgo, literally points to uh, both Orvo's place and the buyer's place as you're, as you're walking around. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, I guess she asks you, uh, uh, what brings you to our, uh, fair city? Well, uh, we've, um, we're here to, to search the ruins of, of Isilcross for a, a cure to a mysterious malady. Uh, to that end, uh, we're here to see, uh, Sir. Oh, what, what, what kind of malady? Oh, freezing sickness. Uh, some strange ailment that uh, freezes the entire body. Ah, uh, frigid woe. Frigid woe, yes. Yes. That's something we've dealt with here on and off in the past. Oh. Really? Uh, we yeah. have a case that, uh, that we need solved. Uh, what, do you, what is, how do, you, how do you cure it? Um... We've never been able to, but there's rumors of a a uh, palliative that that exists. Where would that be? Um, she's not really, really sure, but you remember that uh, Elro thought it would be in the uh, ruins of. Oh yeah, the Sky City or whatever it was. Ar. Thank you, yes. Okay, well, where might we find these ruins? Oh, I, I think you'd be better off talking to uh, Orvo about that. Let's get to Orvo. Right. Oh, okay. uh, is, there, is there a place that we can lodge for the night? Um, yes, there is. Let me open the other tab that tells me where that is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, as you guys are, are, she's kind of leading you around, and, uh, yeah, there's a group of dwarves and elves huddled and chanting around campfires, and just as you're walking past, she tells you that they're planning an is this expedition to find Aor's lost treasure, um, and that's kind of what this whole settlement is here for. Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly a launching point for exploring. 
Um, and then she stops in front of a large fur-lined yurt. Uh, you can stay here. Uh, belong to a fool-rich elf named uh, Burton, who came looking for adventure. Uh, he found the inside of a saber-toothed tiger instead. <laughs> Should be some food in there if you like. It's yours now. So, yeah, she uh, takes you to Burton's hut. Um, yeah. You guys, well, so what do you guys do now? Do you go in the hut? You go look for the buyer? You look for Ervo? Uh, I'd like to inspect the hut just for a moment. Um, you know, I want to peek yeah. my head in before we go talk to Orvo. Okay, the sound of wind and biting cold dies down as you enter. A cold fire pit marks the center of a height-covered floor. An open crate containing package rations and a few other items stands next to the door. Not bad. All right. Uh, off to Orgo. At that point, uh, uh, Borgo uh, wishes you guys luck and uh, uh, takes off to see about her own business. Well, uh, this is a little bit less of a warm welcome than what I'm used to, but I think this should suffice. All right. Let's go speak with Orgo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in front of this tent, uh, whose flaps are open. Inside the tent sits a young dwarf whose face is scarred as though scratched by a large claw. A short sword is casually laid across his lap as he warms his outstretched hands. Excuse me, are you, uh, are you Orvo? Uh, yes. And you are? Uh, my name is Barnaby Jones, and uh, my companions and I uh, have arrived in search of the cure for freezing woe. Uh, we've been we've been told that you're a person to speak to, speak to about that. Well, uh, why me? <laughs> we're uh, we, we were recommended. We hear you have some experience with uh with uh searching Aor for lost goods and treasures. We also hear you are a friend of Aragon's. Well, I am a friend of Aragon's. He said I am afraid we have some some bad news. Wait, Aragon sent you? Right. Who who sent us? In a sense. Aragon's dead. I can't remember names, y'all. Okay, I, I'm sorry, Coleman. Go ahead. Oh no, I figure. Uh, I figure the uh, the little one should uh, deliver the bad news. He's better with he's better with people than me. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sad to say that Aragon uh, has has passed, and through his passing from this strange illness, we find ourselves here trying to find the cure. And uh, Orvo is is pretty devastated about that. Um, um, yeah, he gets real quiet and kind of at, at a loss uh, uh, for, for words about that. Um, I walk over and I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, there, there, I'm sorry for your loss. That's very nice. Um, yeah, and, and well, he says, well, tell me what happened. <coughs> and do you, well, do you yeah, what, what, how much of your story do you give him? I think... Uh... I think Barnaby gives all of it that's relevant to um, relevant to Ergon, really. Uh, maybe not the nitty gritty details, more just that. Okay. 
Um, like, yeah, I don't the, think the, he needs to hear about us befriending a giant frog in order to go and <laughs> get into a fight that we like barely walked out of. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, then he, uh, uh, yeah, you you give him the the Cliff Notes version anyway. Um, and and he tells you guys that uh, uh, he and Ergon had found the blue vials in uh, Saul's vault. Saul's vault. Which is spelled as you would imagine an Italian basement restaurant would be spelled. (laughs) Is this a a, a village or a place? Um, That's an Aeorian ruin uh, that's partially uh, underwater. Um, Oh, really? uh, uh, It's up by the uh, what the explorers call the thin sheets. Um, some thinner ice up north. Um, so Saul's balls are up by the the, <laughs> yep. the, the thin um, sheets. Um, and and it's a fairly well preserved ruin, probably magically so. Mm. Um, yeah. Orvo, would you be willing to guide us there? You know, uh, uh, he's he's willing to uh, uh, guide you there, um, but uh, uh, given his last trip and and the uh, number of uh, ice methods that he had to deal with last time, he's he's not really sure about going back in. But he he will act as a guide. Mm. That that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, of course, anything that you can tell us about the ruins themselves would be also invaluable. Well, we'll have uh, plenty of time to talk about that. It's it's a good 200 miles. Oh, geez. <laughs> I think Barnaby kind of just stares blankly into the middle distance for a little while. <laughs> he does just... Yeah. Is there a... Any kind of conveyance that we can take to make that not all on foot? Is it to like a sled that we can get on? Stand by while I pull out a different supplement here. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are. There is one. If there's one thing that I. I do kind of miss about being in person is literally watching the DM have to reach for a book is a special, special feeling. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, no, there uh, are provisions for this in Wildmount, but Icewind Dale does have... Yeah, definitely. Oh, you just want to use your Icewind Dale. I do just want Absolutely. to use my Icewind Dale. Hold on. I'm going to see what I can find here. I just like to point out that Craig did join after we all joined hands and chanted. True, but he missed he missed your marvelous. Um, we're taking the taking the halfling to Eisel Cross. Taking the halfling to Eisel Cross. <laughs> Egglass, what do your egg eyes see? Oh. <laughs> egg. Um, I'll say that for 
it's not going to be cheap to get the uh, uh, dogs and the food and everything that you need to take sleds. It's going to cost twenty gold Ooh, for a round trip. A I mean, it's 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 a big expedition you guys are looking to do here, and that would allow you to move at a fast pace. Well, hear me out. Um, without pushing yourselves. I got you said that stuff was twenty gold sell. total. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me go back through my books for a second here, because I think that the party fund might have that amount of money. Well, I also have some things I could sell, if that helps you. That's very unlike you, Scratches. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm donating well, to the cause. I can always steal stuff back. That's so, true. as a reminder, we currently have about 47 gold pieces in the party fund. Hmm. We can, oh. Like, and that's well, without I, any of us having to give up any money. Well, I, I say we use it. Well, we also probably need to consider, like, buying enough food to survive this trip. And how expensive is that going to be in a region this remote? Mm. We might well, want to consider, was... like, buying food first. Well, there were well, rations. There were rations in the, in the yurt. So, I have dibs on those. Were there want... enough for multiple days? So do you want no to... one checked. No, no one did. So, um, I did want to check that that twenty gold pieces that that can you were just quoting that was with sled dogs and provisions, right? That's sled dogs, food for the dogs, food for the oh, dogs, but not for food for us. Entertainment. How long would it take to get there with the sled? So with the sled, you could do uh, you could do thirty miles a day. Okay, and if we walked, it would be what? You'd be more like twenty miles, twenty-four miles a day. It's okay, Captain. So it's a ten-day march, six-day sled. Okay, and. Uh... Can we get any kind of indication of what what ration would be like uh, gold piece wise around here? I would say we would check our supplies first, and then and then check pricing. Yeah. Before you leave, uh, Orvo, what do you tell him? Oh, how uh, much that would for you to take us there? He's already guiding you. I, he, I, I couldn't remember. Did we? Did, did he offer? Is he doing it for free? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just. We're just going to tell him that we're going to figure out how we're going to get there. If it's if it's going to have to be a march, or if we even have enough supplies, we're going to start gathering for the expedition. Okay. When do you want to leave? Well, uh, I guess that depends on as soon as we're able to figure out how we're going to get there. Uh, what time of day is it? It's uh, early afternoon. Why don't we leave tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning? Okay. Um, yeah. 
Did you want me to find you a sled? Uh, oh. I, I, or two sleds, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, either way, we have the money to do sleds. So yeah, I think that. Um. Yeah. So you guys. Uh. So he's gonna go find a sled. Um. And you guys are gonna go back to your yurt. Yep. yep. You return to your yurt. Yeah. Yeah, so, I wanted to see how many rations are there. Okay, thank you. Uh, I was checking spells. The crate contains 50 days of rations. Oh. A 50-foot silk rope. Oh. A blanket. Oh. A grappling hook. Eh. A miner's pick. Mm. And a book. Dibs on the book. What is it? Titled Adventure Sexy. Impress potential lovers with great deeds by Scanlan Shorthall. Is it really? It is. Oh my god! That's amazing! What is it? He is reading already. Sorry. That's amazing. Scanlan Shorthall is is a a, a a huge and like significant bard in the in the history of this world. <laughs> oh. I love him. That's, I mean, I've I've certainly heard heard of him before. That's. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, he only saved the world twenty years ago. Uh, he, oh, really? Yeah, so he would, yeah, he would definitely know him. Uh, yeah, he's he's a member of the of the team Vox Machina. Well, <clears throat> I think I should get uh, twenty rations, and you guys should have the other thirty divided amongst yourselves, as I'm <laughs> considerably larger than all of you. That's. Hmm. Wait a minute. 50 divided by how many of us are there? Five. Six. Six. Huh. Five? Wait. <laughs> Wait. There are four of you. Yes, there are four of us. Great. Well, five with Ergon. So we each get 12 and a half. Orvo. And Orvo can take care of himself. Orvo can take care of himself. Great. So we've got 10 days worth of rations. That's enough to get there, correct? Correct. But not, but not for the ride back. I'm betting you each probably have five days worth of rations for packs anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that with a wink and a nod you're saying that? No, I'm saying you probably, if you were to go there and come straight back, you would each need to pick up probably five more days worth of rations. And that's if you just went there, spent the day there, and came back. So you probably need more rations. Yeah, we do, because I only have one yeah, day of rations. So where can we get Everybody rations? Everybody has five days worth of rations. Okay. Plus the 50 here. So yeah, you need, you need to come up with, with at least uh, uh, five more days each. Okay. Uh, I think, and so while we were kind of walking around the, the settlement, uh, did we get kind of a sense that there was a, there was like kind of market that we could barter for, for rations or? Right. No, you didn't see any sort of formalized market or any sorts of shops. Um, give me a perception check. Uh, I'll love to. Not gonna go very well, but 
Yeah, I got a four. I think that Barnaby's just really distracted by how cold he is. Yes, it's very cold, and there are people standing around fires. I think he literally just goes up to a group, uh, says, Excuse me, gentlemen. Um, my companions and I found ourselves in unusual circumstances where we did not pack enough rations. However, we do have uh, we do have money if uh, if anyone is willing to barter for it. Um, and this uh, well, let me roll. Oh, this uh, you happen to walk up to the right gentleman. Excellent. He uh 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 is not a um. Trader per se, and no one in town really is, but everybody's uh, pretty friendly and willing to help out. And he's able to hook you up. So you need 20 total? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's able to hook you up with 10, and he directs you to a couple campfires over that's able to with at least another 10. Um, you, how many do you want to buy total? Uh, I want to buy all of them, since, we, since we're going to need 20. Uh... Well, I mean, you can potentially get more than that. When we were, and sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of ask for a flashback because I think that Barnaby is smart enough to ask this mm -hmm. question when it's available to him. Uh, when we were talking with Orbo, did he indicate about how long we would likely be searching? Like, how big is uh, Salzba? Uh, uh, Saul's vault. Saul's vault. Uh, he, he, uh, one thing he did tell you is that uh, he and Ergon only made it about three rooms into the place before they got chased off by an animated suit of armor. Mm -hmm. oh. Okay, let's get all of them then. So, yeah, he, uh, uh, does, he says it's not a huge place. You probably, I mean, if you were just walking through it, you could walk through it in, in, an hour or whatever, but um, yeah, it's it's full of complications. <clears throat> so the next, the other kind of question here is that uh, these gentlemen that have the twenty rations that we've discovered so far, uh, how much are they asking for the uh, for those? And why does mine taste like half a gold for a day? Half a gold oh. for a day. That's market. Expensive. I mean, that's better than what I'm seeing. List price. It is half a gold. I understand now. Two and a half was for five days of rations. It, it's mm. math. So for five days, two and a half. So yeah, for for each person, it's two and a half gold. Okay. So five. Ah, yes, the math portion of the adventure, everyone. Are we, are we still <laughs> fucking pumped? The, the math and shopping portion. Bye. Jeez, can't I just steal some rations? <laughs> uh, ten gold pieces. Yeah, uh, that will essentially use all of our gold in the party fund, but that is uh, enough rations to get us there and back with a sled. Uh, which actually with sleds, so that's going to be six days there. We're actually going to end up ahead of the game. Excellent. Perfect. Quartermastering complete. 
Okay. <laughs> so what, you guys retire for the evening, or you... Uh, what do you do? I, I think Barnaby has a long journey up ahead of him. He is definitely going to have his, his nightly uh, pipe, and then tuck her out in his bed, bed roll. I'm reading. So, Coleman's okay. um, curious about um, this animated suit of armor story, and is um, seeing as uh, he's more than likely going to end up having to fight whatever they come across, he's probably curious if um, anyone in the if there's any more rumors in the village of um, what other uh, delights might await us where we're headed. Okay. I'll, I'll accompany uh, you on yeah, that. So, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I talked over you, Jenny. What'd you say? I said I would. I, I, I also would like to hear about this. I'll take a stroll with with Coleman. Okay. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, uh, you guys, um, stroll up to a couple campfires and chat with a couple people, and uh, uh you find everybody clean open. Um, Jenny. Yeah. Why don't you give me a uh just give me a charisma check. Good 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 choice there, Cam. <laughs> Roll one D twenty and add my charisma a seventeen and scratch is where's your sheet? Um Charisma is twelve, so it's a plus one. Okay, so eighteen? Yep, eighteen. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh uh people are more than happy. Chat up the talking cat, that's for sure. All right. Oh. Yeah, see, aren't you glad you brought me, Coleman? <laughs> well, I didn't bring you. Taxi are, are certainly not unheard of, but it's still uh, uh, interesting to see one this far north. Um, okay. Let me see what you can get with something like that. Um, you hear uh, uh, from a couple people that uh, the uh, not necessarily uh, Saul's Vault specific, but a lot of these Aeorian cities and ruins that uh, uh, these folks have been exploring, uh, they bump into some constructs that they think the Aeorians probably built to guard their shit. Mm -hmm. Um you run into some undeads. These were magical cities that came crashing into the earth, so there's some weird stuff that happens with that. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the whole environment has different beasts and uh, Yeti. You remember you saw the Yeti head mounted in, um, yeah, and sea creatures <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Hmm. All right. Coleman just shakes his head in resignation and says, great, I'm going to go get some sleep then. Yeah, it's a, a um, wild place. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering about all these these things that I accumulated and what they're worth. I mean, wasn't I supposed to keep the... Um, the silver ring and the jade statuette wasn't that yeah. part of our? Yep, that's part of the agreement. That that's you. You took those things, and they are they are yours. Yep. 
Oh, no, we don't need them for the purposes of the quest, yes? No, we, mm -hmm. yeah, those can. I'm just checking. Well, you took them, so it's up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm going to keep the silver ring for the moment, but uh, seeing if anybody wants to trade me something for those two daggers I took off uh, Julio and the jade statuette. Um, yeah, uh, uh, so the folk around the campfire that you're talking to, um, they give you, uh, they give you two silver for each of the daggers. Um, but they don't seem they because she has wares if you have coin. Yeah, <laughs> they, seem, they seem all these folks are are the type that that seem to want to uh, sell treasure, not the type that want to uh, buy treasure. Um, uh, but they do they they uh, remind you that uh, uh, the buyer is the person that buys things. Mm. Um. And they indicate where his uh, or where their uh, uh, domicile is. Okay, can I go? We and, forgot uh, the fire. Can I, can I go chat to the buyer about buying some stuff? You can certainly go chat with the buyer. Um, <laughs> fuckers, oh, go I'm chat. myself out of bed early. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, you approach. Uh, what as you're walking up to it, you realize is uh Serenlia's uh largest yurt. Um and as you go in, the, the pungent scent of incense fills the yurt whose walls are painted with glowing arcane runes. A brass brazier burns brightly at the center of the floor, around which are set a few plush chairs, a bed, and a large stone chest. In one of those chairs sits an elf reading a book. A small dragon with green butterfly wings is curled in the elf's lap. Butterfly wing? Um, yeah, and the elf uh, uh, looks up uh, from their book at you as you uh, walk in and kind of waits patiently for you to say something. Uh, hello, sir. My name is Scratches Meowington. Um, <laughs> I, hear you're, I, I hear you're a gentleman who buys things. Mm, I am one who buys things, yes. And um, what is it that you buy? Anything? Mm. Everything? Only arcane things? I, I will certainly uh, uh, be willing to take a look at about anything. Well, I have here this uh, this statuette, and I am not quite sure of its origins. And I was wondering if you had ever seen anything like this. And uh, they take it from you, and they uh, rummage around next to them, and they pull out a monocle, and they put on a monocle, and they're turning it over and looking at it, and hmm, you know, uh, definitely Aorian uh, in make. Um... Let's see here. You found that in Croker Cave, the DM says. Yes. Um, because that's where I found out how much it's worth. Um, yeah, I could get you. Uh, that's the Storm Giant. Yes, yes. Uh, I could give you. I could give you twenty-five gold pieces for this. Hmm. Um. All right. That sounds okay. like a fair. That sounds the fair price, and I give them the statuette. 
in exchange. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, and they uh, uh, reach under their chair and pull out a uh, uh, bag and pull 25 gold pieces out of it. Mm -hmm. And they take the uh, uh, statuette and they place it in the stone chest next to them. Okay, interesting. Um, yes, uh, a wonderful piece. I'd, I'd be certainly willing to uh, entertain any other pieces you might be looking to sell in the future. Well, thank you. Um, I do have uh, a few daggers, although they are not new. Um, if you have any interest in that sort of thing, I'm kind of curious That's to see. I'm kind of curious how he, he he would take the ring, but let's go with the daggers first. Um, uh, you get the sense that uh, uh, the buyer is definitely more interested in antiquities than uh, than practical. Okay. Can I, I'm actually wearing the silver ring. Uh, can I have him just look at it and and price it? Mm, yeah, certainly. Certainly, they they uh, uh, take your hand and do you do you take it off for them or? I will take it off so that he can examine it. I'm sorry. I will take it off so that he can examine it. Okay. Yeah, and they uh, uh, turn it over, look at it. Uh, uh, they'll give you a fifty gold piece for that. Um, I, I, I agree that this is a fair offer and, uh, and, and offer to trade them then for the, or to offer to sell them the ring. Uh, okay. Uh, same thing happens. You get, uh, 50 gold pieces from under the chair and the ring goes into the stone chest. All right. Um, I shake hands with them and, uh, thank them for their time and, uh, tell them that I will visit them again soon if I have anything else. Uh, and they look forward to your company. We say our goodbyes, and I leave them. Okay. You head back to uh, the yurt you're staying in? I do. I think it's a good night's work. Cool. And you guys all uh, uh, settle it, have dinner and settle in for the night? Yeah. I'm still this reading. Night. This cool. guy is so full of shit, but it's absolutely captivating. This is amazing. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you guys. Uh, trying to uh, sleep through, um, through D, just yelling at this book. <laughs> He's just like, he can't yep. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I can, and I'm trying to sleep. Please. <laughs> and she tries to be quiet, but she gets really excited again at some point. <laughs> eventually, you stay up a little too late reading, but eventually, yep. uh, you, you all go to sleep. And uh, in the morning, you're all asleep, and and everybody, give me a perception check. Oh boy. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> oh, mine is twenty-two. Thirteen. Gotcha. I got the twenty-two. Thing. I see and hear everything. <laughs> Fourteen. Wow, that sucks. Okay, so Barnaby. Yeah. You uh, uh, are awoken, um, and you can tell, you perceive uh, from the little bit of light coming in that it's right around uh, uh, daybreak, and you uh, perceive the sound of clomping hooves and sleigh bells coming up outside your, 
You're, you're. Shut up. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> uh, Barnaby goes to the, I'm trying to think of the night before Christmas, um, how that goes, but it's just a full night before Christmas, uh, like set up. He's like, he's got his stocking cap and he's Mom, we're walking to the towards the cap. I'll settle he, down for a long of the tent and he kind of rubs one fist against his eyes. He peers out uh outside of the tent. Yes, and you see uh and the shutters and throw up the sash. <laughs> you see, uh uh as you uh perceived that you would, a uh reindeer sleigh being piloted by Orvo. <laughs> Wait, is Orvo Santa? No, Orvo is not Santa. Oh, but oh. Orville decided that this was easier than a bunch of dogs. Oh, neat. So yes, or Orville got a reindeer sleigh, and you'll be oh. making your, your journey on reindeer sleigh. How many reindeer are there, and how big are they? And does one have a red nose? No. <laughs> That's a myth. Please. It is. <laughs> it is a myth, Calm. That's true. That, that's the part that's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> Misled and magic and mystery. Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer could not have I, I do said. think uh, uh, eight is an appropriate number, and uh, these are kind of bigger caribou. Yeah, so it's not Santa. No, it is not Santa. It is horrible. Listen, it's only Santa if you believe it's Santa. <laughs> and that's really what it's all about. <laughs> Orvo does look like a. Uh, Tiny Kurt Russell, though. Oh, like hot, hot Kurt Russell or now Kurt Russell? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the, the Daddy Kurt Russell on, on the Chronicle? No. It's, it's a hot Kurt Russell. It's pretty incredible. Anyway. So I think Barnaby uh, goes to they, the rest uh, of the group. Arnold, say, make up your friends. We got to get going. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting them. I'm getting them. Uh, he Don't worry about says, Hey, come on. We're, we got to go. Wait, D, are you still awake? Oh, no. no uh, uh, what? I have like a little bit of ink like stained on my face from where my drool got the head of page stuck to me. That's all. Did you sleep? Oh, yeah, it just, uh, I, I stayed up a while. Uh, uh, all right, they're ready to go. Yay! Great. Where can, where will my pony fit? Uh, your pony, uh, can get, uh, tied on behind and trot along behind. Okay. Pony will be fine. She'll keep up okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this is, yeah, yeah, you'll be able to keep up just fine. Um, yeah, and actually the travel is not bad. Uh, um, let's see here. I've got you guys on a, I decided it was a six-day trip. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead. Really, really quickly, how, how many rations did we find inside the tent again? Uh, that was the 50. So we are, communally, we have 70 rations, but each of us also have five rations, right? Yes. Excellent. 
Okay. Um, you know, so uh, the first day, you make perfectly good time. Uh, uh, Orvo has made this trip before. Um, so, so they know pretty well where they're going. Uh, the first day you make good time, you, uh, uh, get set up for camp for the night. Uh, you guys going to set a watch? Or yeah, looks at one says you're going to set a watch. Well, yeah, of course. Okay. I'll take the watch. I mean, we were mercenaries before this week. Yeah, actually, uh, if you wanted to, um, Goleman, uh, you could take the full watch all night and then sleep in the sleigh or meditate in the sleigh, whatever you need to do during the day. That sounds blissful to me. I'll take the watch. Okay. I'm going to say fair. that you guys, unless uh, uh, someone objects, I'm going to say that's just how you guys set up to do the next few days. I love it. It's okay. Column it. Give me a uh, perception check for the first night. Oh boy. <clears throat> that is a 13. It is an uneventful night. Uh, 16. Let me. Okay. Uh, yeah, another uneventful night. And you know what? Since we got a little bit late start here anyway, I am going to go ahead and fast track this and cool. say uh, you guys, the next several days go by without events. And uh, mm -hmm. midway through day six, uh, Orvo says... Uh, uh, we're getting close. It's right around here. The, the, the path around is right around here somewhere. And he uh, slows the um, the sleigh down from, from kind of a, a mid-range lope to kind of a slow trot and starts uh, uh, looking around him. Does anybody want to give me a uh, survival check? Does anyone survival want to check? What is this? Or just, just a wisdom check. Wisdom? I mean, I can... I, is this an yeah. open call, or...? It's an open... It's, would anybody like to? I I don't see much. I mean, we're, we're doing fine, right? Yeah. We're just trying to figure out where we're going. Oh, we're lost. No, you're not lost. You're just... Oh, well, I have a plus zero survival, so let's not do me, okay? I, I, uh, I, plus three, I still roll five. So I have a question about Errol. Uh, Errol is a crow. It is very cold outside. Uh, mm -hmm. How, how good of a job can he do just scouting around? Like if I, if I send my <laughs> up to get a, a good bird's eye view of the area. Why don't you give me a check at advantage? Okay. That sounds good. Um, so just straight wisdom. Wow, I rolled a one and a two. So okay. I think I, I almost like the idea of Errol like kind of looking up at the, the snow and stuff and like looking down back at Barnaby and being like, uh uh, Barnaby being like, no, go. He goes up and like goes up for like 
five seconds and then comes back down. It's just like, no. And Barnaby's like, no. Okay. All right. I try. So you're on kind of, it's, it's an area of kind of not super high, but kind of big, wide, kind of rolling hills. Um, and it looks pretty flat because it's all just covered in, in a blank slate of snow. Um, so it's really hard to tell, you know, one valley from the other and which one to turn up to, to go find Sparl's uh, uh, Vault. You'll know your Sparl's Vault. you know you're in the right area. Um, but you just, yeah, can't quite uh, nail it. And, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't find it today. So uh, you have set up camp for one more night anyway. Okay. And I think that's, that's day six. So all of our personal rations should be exhausted by now, right? Correct. Um, kind of general question, Cam. How deeply do you want me to keep track of the ration? Because <laughs> I've got 70 rations. And I, I, I can go either way on it. Like, how important is this for the, for the experience? Uh, I would like to keep track of it at this point. Okay, uh, sounds good. So, yeah. Okay, so everyone has already used up their five personal rations. Um, so we need to take our 70 rations and turn it into four rations. No, uh, 66 rations. Uh, because we've four taken rations. four rations out of the pot, right? Yes, everybody takes one ration or, or one day's worth of rations. Okay. <clears throat> this is this is this is audio gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you done found me when I'm on okay. my <laughs> Okay, so four. Yeah, subtract so four rations. Okay, right. next day. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, D, give me a wisdom check. Barnaby, give me a, uh, bird wisdom check at advantage again. Ooh, now here's, God, where's my arrow stat block? God, come on. Because I think he might have proficiency in survival, maybe. He's an M. Um, you, so, uh, uh, on a on a whim, on one of the breaks to stretch your legs, uh, walk up on top of a hill, stretching out your legs, and you look down in the bottom of the valley, and uh, there's Saul's vault. There's Saul's vault. And I'll say you find that on the morning break. It's it's nine thirty in the morning right now. Okay. And you're probably. A mile away. About a mile away, y'all. All right, well, let's break camp and head over. Uh, give me uh, passive perceptions quick. Passive yeah, perceptions. Uh... All of us? Oh, 12. Mine's 12. Oh, okay. 13. 13. Hold on, sorry. It's slow. 12, okay. Yeah. Um, and what about you, Barnaby? Oh, also a 12. Also a 12. Okay. Uh, um, D. Yeah. Oh, I guess let me read this to you first. Okay. Um, through wind-whipped snow and biting cold, you notice a half-submerged, dark blue stone building poking up through the ice. 
A gray stone door is carved to look like a face with a half-exposed skull. Inscribed oh. above the door is the word Saul's Vault. And uh, D. Yeah. You notice two ice methods uh, hidden near the entrance. I hold my arms out and, and, and I, I say, um, we've got creatures. And I point out the methods. Do I, uh, are methods well known enough that I would just know things about them? Or can I, can I roll to see if I know things about methods? Roll, see what you know about methods. Okay, uh, can we call it a, a arcana check? Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, that's going to be a 16. I'm sorry, a 1-6? 1-6, 16. Okay, what do I know about methods? <laughs> so Barnaby says in a hushed voice. Yeah, you know uh, they're capricious, like creatures native to the elemental. And you know they come in different varieties, including the ice variety. Yeah, you, uh, uh, as one would expect, uh, uh, ice methods like icy places, uh, you know they're generally not friendly, and you know they have a, a uh, um, attacks. Maybe you've heard rumors of the death first. The, the what? Yeah, they, so they, like, close to... They're exploding. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of so course we, they are. If we're forced to, if we're forced to fight them, then we want to make sure that we keep our distance when they're about to die. Do I know enough about ice methods to think of a way to like just bypass them, like a, um, like something about methods in general that they that they avoid certain creatures or different things like that. I would say no. Okay. Um. It's, so it's it's pretty unlikely that we'll be we'll we'll be able to get through the the door without going past the method. Is it flanking the door? Yes. Okay. Um. Yes. You 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 have to go past them. They have not acted particularly. Aggressive or anything towards you. They just look like chunks of ice. Once it's been pointed out that they're methods, you can kind of, you know, make out the outline, but they're not acting particularly aggressive or anything like that. Well, uh, shall we approach? See what happens. Slowly. Yeah. Slowly. Okay. So, yeah, show me how you guys are going to. Well, hell, I'll just since there. After they've been pointed out to you, you know where they are. Yeah, you want to approach the door. Oh boy. Yes, and I mean, unless everyone thinks we do something different. Yeah, give me, show me your positioning when you approach the door. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm okay back here. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay, so we're still here. we're still we're still a reasonable distance from Okay, yeah, so you're all standing ten feet away from the door. 
I just did. Apparently not. Okay. People have moved back. Um, I, okay. I will, so if everyone else is moving back, nobody is 10 feet from the door. We're all fine. Okay, so you're all standing 20 feet back from the door. 20 feet what do you do? Back. Yep. Uh -huh. I think we advance slowly in our block here towards the door and uh, be ready in case the ice attack, but otherwise we're going to go up to the door. Okay, what do we advance to 10 feet or 15 feet? 10 feet. 15 feet. Who's going to approach the door and who's going to be where? I think our little block, pretty much that whole block, just moving forward. Okay. okay you're yourself where you're going to be when you're at the door. Indeed. I will stand and oof, get back you. Literally, no one is at the door. Okay. No one I'm is at the door. Thank fine. you. Okay, fine. Like the scrawny one finally is just like, ah, fine, go. <laughs> um. Uh, the entrance to Saul's vault is frozen shut. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. That wasn't much of a payoff. Um. Oh. That's no problem. breathing on the door. Okay, so. I don't think you're going to do enough fire damage to break through the door that way. Okay. I mean, I, I don't have any fire, so. I do. I do reach into into the kind of communal pack that we have and pull out the miner's pick that was in our provisions and kind of hand it off to column and say, take first shift. Oh, boy. Okay. Fine. You want me to hit it with a pick? I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... What do you want from me? A straight up strength? Before... I mean, do we, do we see anything else about the door other than ice? It doesn't look like it's... Trapped or locked or anything? You want to give me? Yeah. Okay. Give me a perception check or an investigation check. Thank you for suggesting that before I hit it with a pin. <laughs> um, I rolled an eight. Oh, you rolled an eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as you can tell, no. It seems to be. Go for it, Coleman. It looks great. <laughs> I'm very uh... smart. I'm sure it's fine. So you swing with your pick? Sure. Okay, I'll say uh, uh, you take three good swings at it and manage to break up uh, enough ice to uh, free up the door. Oh, so you don't need a roll from me? I mean, it needs ten bludgeoning damage. It won't take long to do that. Do the okay. methods react at all? No. Oh, okay. Um, but a thing does happen, so hold on here for one second. A thing. I thought they were ice muppets. Ice muppets? Yeah, that would have been cool. I'll show you. Yay! Yeah, I don't really think there's some like Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, um, very kind of dark crystal like. Gargoyles. Oh, there isn't a way to just show you guys the art without showing you the. Oh, I can I can kind of see them on images. They look like little um um little Jack Frost. Nuts. Oh yeah. Okay, so I it, like their noses. Seems, it seems to you that you have managed 
to free up the uh, ice. Okay, um, I'm going to suggest somebody check this door once more for traps before we try and open it. Um, my perception's garbage, so. Uh, scratches, would you mind taking a look at the door and seeing if there's anything I missed? 17. Oh, good. 17, okay. It seems like a pretty darn Okay. I I officially hate this place. <laughs> okay. I opened the door. Thank you. Uh... God damn. And these ice methods are still doing nothing. Correct. <sighs> hmm. Okay. Okay. I assume absorbed... onward. And there are two animated suits of armor. As soon as you open, oh, all aggro. Roll for initiative. Yay! Uh, your pony and uh, uh, Orvo stayed back with the reindeer sleigh. Thank you. Well, Sebastian's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> That's eighteen Yeet. for the initiative. Ooh, eighteen for me as well. I, was the, I hate it when I roll natural 20s on initiative, because why? 20. So cool. So 24? 24. Okay. I, I forgot my initiative modifier. I have 20. I rolled 18. Okay, so uh, call me. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Scratch is oh. your first. Yes, I am. Um, let's see. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, there are two suits of animated armor that look angry. I am gonna, I'm gonna run in. I, I think I'll do a, I'll do a, uh, a, a stab and disengage like we were talking about earlier. Okay, with this so, first one right here. With this first, well, I'm I, this one. I can't. I just run up to this one here. But you would run past this one, and he would hit you. Okay, well then let's just get to this one first. Okay, so that's 5, 10, 15, 20 feet of your movement to get to there? I believe so, yes, and I've got 30, so. Okay. I so count, go 15, ahead I count 15 feet. Yeah. Okay, so that's half of what I can do. Okay. Okay. All right. 11. That sucks. 11 misses. Okay. I'll... So now you're going to use your bonus action to disengage? Yep, gonna run away. Okay, uh, and you have 15 feet of movement. Okay, can I go here? You can go right back where you were. Yep, you can go right there if you want to. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Colin, okay, uh, we will go five, ten feet to here, and I will attack with the longsword. Okay. Oh, shit. That is a seven. Seven misses. Yes, it does. Uh, what am I going to do? I am going to back up to here. Uh, he's going to take an attack of opportunity then. 
Remember when you move out of someone's uh, melee range, they take an attack against you? Unless you're a rogue and you disengage. Yep. Unless you're Jenny. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to try to slam you uh-huh. with a uh, 15. That doesn't hit, does it? No, it does not. Okay. Stupid bird. Stupid bird. Oh, yeah. Stupid bird. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at this motherfucker. Okay. I need a DC or a DC 13 deck save. Deck save. Okay. Fails. Okay. They take four points of radiant damage. Four points radiant. Oh, why do you hate me? Roll 20. Uh, Barbie. All right. And I apologize if you probably said this already, but the ice methods have not moved, correct? No, they have not. Okay. Um, and I apologize. D, you just cast Guiding Bolt on? No, Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame. Okay, that doesn't... That just gives, uh... Does that have any secondary effect, or is it just sort of damage? Just damage. Okay, uh, I'm going to target that same armor with uh, Told the Dead. Uh, a save of DC. I'm sorry, DC? 13. 1, 3. 13. Um, they're not uh, terribly wise. With the modifier, that's a 1. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, and did he? And it, he he took damage already, correct? Yes. Okay. Great. I rolled a d12 product. That's an eleven points of the product damage. Oof. Yeah, that's not bad for level two, man. Man. Not it at all. Not. Boy. Okay. And are you going to stay where you are? Is that your? So yeah, I think that he pulls the dead and that he skedaddles back. This guy's gonna come here to attack you, Coleman. Oh no. I think this guy is gonna ignore Barnaby and go for scritches. Oh great. So the one attacking you, Coleman, makes two attacks. Of course. With a Nat 20. Oh, no. Uh, and a 18. 16. Does the 18 hit? Oh, 18 hits, yeah. Okay. So the first one Hold is... on, does it, does it have to match my my AC or, or beat it? Match. Okay, yeah, it's 18. That hits. Okay. So the first one does... Rolled minimum damage on the critical. So that's four points of damage. And the second one does three points of damage. Okay. I can live with that. Uh, Scratches. Yeah. Two hits there. That sucks. 
Three. Six damage. Six damage. Okay. Uh, great. Well, that's okay. their turn. Oh, Hit him back, scratches. I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna flip around behind this jerk. Can I? Good can call. I scratch can I his empty can eye I, sockets out. Can I? Can I jump behind him here? Why don't you jump behind him here? Yeah, that's good. Okay. And uh, <laughs> then I'm gonna do my break and go ahead and attack with advantage. Attack with, uh, with advantage. Okay, so that's just the same as I did before, right? Roll one d. Nope. You're gonna you're gonna roll twice and see which one's better. Okay, and it's the same roll though, plus six with my rapier. Yep. Okay, that's twenty three. That hits. Make sure you don't hit better. Yep, I know. Got it. One d twenty plus six. No, I take the first one. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and roll damage, which it should say. Yeah, it's got how the, to do that right next to. Yeah, it's it's a one d eight plus four. Yep. Okay, that sounds right. One d eight plus four. Twelve. Twelve. That's a pretty good hit. Mm-hmm. And do you want to stay where you are? Or what do you want to do? Um, if, can I disengage so he doesn't hit me again? You can. Staying where you are would be to Coleman's advantage. I'll stay where I am then. Okay. I'm helping you out, Coleman. Don't say I never did anything for you. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Coleman, oh, your turn. What a choice. What a choice. Oh, okay. I'm going to whack. Again, you have advantage on this one. I do have advantage on this one? Okay, yep. well, then I'll take that advantage. Okay. On him, and I will attack with my longsword. Oh, shit. Oh, that's an eight. I'm not going to use that one. And that's a f nine. Nine. What are you rolling? I am rolling. I am You're rolling. Roll a d20, not a d10. You know that, I'm, right? I'm rolling a d20 plus five. Oh. I got, I got a four and a three. Oh. Man, okay. Uh, I, I played a paladin where I, I mean, didn't hit something for a solid touch. I, I can only massage this so much. He's very old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, a very, very, I'm a very old, weary fighter. <laughs> you get you get what you pay for. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'm going to uh do the same thing against this dude and uh, uh do another sacred flame against this dude on the bottom. Well, he's the one that doesn't have advantage, and I hit him before trying to help. If he's good, yes, that's the one I decided. Okay. I'm not smart. He's smarter than I am. Oh, I'm level two. I get a second attack. Oh, you get a second attack at level two? Yeah, do I do. I have, I have the action surge. I can only use it once. But and after that, I need a short rest before I can use it again. Can I go for that again? Yeah. Is that, is that okay, Katie? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 
Everybody's learning their level two character. I'm, I'm okay. allowing mulligans until we get our feet under us. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you checking the same one? Yeah, do I still get advantage on them or no? Sure do. Okay, let's try this better this time. Uh, oh, that is a 15. And then... Get another one. Ah, here we go. 23. That hits. Okay, and then it is a 1d8 plus 3. Uh, my d8 go. There we are. Oh, and that is a 5. That is 8 damage. 8 damage. That's above average. It's not bad. Yeah, he's... uh uh, uh If he had blood, he'd look kind of bloody. Okay. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Oh, sure. Okay, so now, Katie. Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame, and that was a... Dex save 13. Dex save 13, thank you. Dex is a zero, so that's a save. Nothing happened! Yep. Um, Barnaby. Hmm. Well, I'm going to cut in, and I'm going to continue on pulling the dead on this gentleman. Uh, save. That was a wisdom save. Thirteen. Uh, yep. Boy, they are not smart. They rolled a thirteen and failed the save. Man, you're not gonna like this, my guy. Roll a d12. Yes, they've both taken damage, so that's going to be a two. I deal two necrotic damage. Two damage, dude. Uh, that is what I deal. Two damage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that is the amount of damage that I've dealt. It is two. Okay, it's their turn Roll now. Twelve-sided dice. And one of those sides is a two. And I got that. Actually, are you gonna are you gonna move Barnaby? You gonna stay right there? No, I love it right here. This is fantastic for me. <laughs> okay. Animated armor's turn. Uh, this guy is gonna come after you again, Coleman. Yep. It's a miss. And that's a miss. Two misses. Well, try harder. Uh, well, fine. The other one will. Oh, dear. That's a miss. Oh, dear. You know what? That was a critical failure. He doesn't get his... Oh. He doesn't get his what? They have two attacks, and he critically failed on the first one. Yep. So, yeah, he, he wasn't okay. able to get his second attack in. Uh, Scratch is back around to you. You've got this guy right here. He's looking kind of hurt. Let's this uh, guy let's down here, he's hurt, but he's not hurt nearly as bad. And you have right, advantage on this guy. Yep, let's get him. Okay. Get him. Roll 1d20 plus 6. First roll. 25! Ooh. Damn. Roll 1d20 plus 6. Also 25. Okay, give me a damage roll. Okay, roll 1d8 plus 4. 12, again. Damn. That will, uh... Come on. 
That'll take care of him. Yeah, yeah. he scratches, fights. Good job. He fights, he fights, he wins. Uh, so yeah, you can uh uh move if you want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll come on over here in case Coleman needs some help. How's that? Go down one more. How's that? There, there you it go. Is. Now you're flanking. Yep. Coleman. Yep. Think I'll attack that guy. Okay. Right there. Okay. Oh, come on. That is a 10. With advantage? Oh, I do have advantage? Yep. Oh, better. That is a 20. That hits. And then we're doing D8 plus 3, and that is going to be 7 damage. Okay. Uh, that hurt him. He's still up. You gonna hang out right where you are? Yep. D. Okay. Oh. I think I'm going to. How bad does this guy look? Uh, he's very bloodied. He's not rocking back and forth about to fall over, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think just for flavor, I am going to step into the door. Just a little bit. And then still cast Sacred Flame. Huh? Uh, deck save. Mail. Okay. Four points of radiant damage. Four points of radiant damage. Okay. Barnaby, get this done. All right. He needs to make a wisdom saving throw of a DC 13, please. Nat 20. Okay. Rude. Nothing happens. <laughs> uh, his turn again. And you know what? He's not had a whole lot of luck wailing on you, Coleman. I think he's going to turn around and scratches. Oh, boy. That uh, first one misses. Okay. Second one misses. I started out rolling really good, and then I started rolling really bad. Whoa! All right. Matches. Let I'm gonna I'm gonna get this guy. Let's end this. Yeah. Okay. I'm helping. Murderate. Murderate him. Do it, scratches. You have advantage. No. Okay, that sucked. Let's try that again. Wow, those both really sucked. <laughs> Obviously, I'll take the nine. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. connect. You going to stay where you are? Uh, where yeah, I'll stay where you are. Yeah, I'm going to stay where I am. Because you've got him flanked. All right, I'll, I'll stay where I am. Solomon, do it. Okay, first one is 17. Nope. And the uh, it's going to be 17. Nope. Fuck. Okay. Oh, what's these guys' AC? 18? Yep. Damn, son. <laughs> um, I'll Sorry try to, to ask that question. Again. That was a very rude question. 
Succeed. Nothing. Wisdom Army. save. He needs to make a wisdom save. DC 13. At 20 again. Oh my god. No, come on, man. We can't do like it can't be the exact same turn again. That's nuts. <laughs> yep, it was an at 20 again. His turn. Oh, yeah. Swing it at Coleman this time. Fail. Success. Or Mm-hmm. Eight points of damage. Holy shit. Okay. That's bad. Okay. Get after it, Scratches. Okay. Give me one second here. Okay. 1d20 plus six. Do you have an advantage? Is that size? Yes. I roll 1d26. Better. 18. 18 is what you needed. Yes. Murder 8. And uh, damage. Roll 1d8 plus 4. 9. Dead. Jeez. Yeah, he took a, a chunk out of a column in there, and you did not take kindly to that. And you, uh, yeah, take your rapier and, and slip it right where the neck would be. And, uh, yeah, the, the quote, air quotes head pops right off. Well done. He's dead. Coleman yes. well, wants to know if this... Uh... If this room is uh, secure enough to make camp in, uh, I, could, I could I could use a rest. I'm down to three hit points here. Yeah, you definitely could use a rest. Give me one second here. I just killed two monsters, and yeah, you did. Killed, you killed both. That's what rogues do, man. When rogues get rolling, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I took some damage, but not a huge amount. I mean, we could press on. I I personally think this is probably well, a good place to stop because I'm in really bad shape here. Well, I mean, do you guys intend to take a long rest or a short rest? Oh, uh, short rest, I think. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to go to sleep like eight God. hours. No. Okay. Okay, I would say, yeah, you guys can take a short rest if you want to. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think that Barnaby closes the uh goes to close the uh the doors behind them. Okay, uh, that gives that gives me my action surge back, but um what does that do by uh regarding are they acting aggressive hey. at all or are they just following? They're just following oh, shit. Huh. For that shit. Did they did they only move to follow once the last of us died? Give me a perception check. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's a twenty-one. The ice myth followed us in 
Yes, they did. Yeah, 21. They seem to be following you. Me? Yes. I'm the one that opened the door. You're the one that noticed them. Oh. I don't like it. (laughs) Nice going. (laughs) How dare you be perceptive? During the short rest, Barnaby is just gonna like be sitting on a collapsed column, just kind of staring at the the methods while smoking pipe. This might be where we should call it for the night. <laughs>